0: What do you think? Yeah. You know this one? This is the one. You know this one? No. You don't know this one? But this is the one. Do you know who this is? No. Sounds British. Sounds British. This is the boss, man. This is Bruce Springsteen. Damn. Yo, FYI, I came to this country in 1999. (laughs) Hit us with that story, yeah. So, uh, you know... (laughs) Man, it's uh, you know these like we record on Mondays right, these yeah. podcasts, and I actually started looking forward to it now. Like, that's how you know this because yeah. of passion, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. How are you feeling this morning? You're looking this, looking a little rough. Honestly, this morning,
1: this morning I didn't feel so good. Uh, yesterday I went to a wedding, open bar.
0: Oh, I've been there. Mm. I've been there. Mm.
1: <laughs> and we were schmucks, man, the whole time.
0: What were you drinking?
1: Uh, tequila. I'm a tequila guy oh, through serious? and
0: through and through and through. Like straight tequila, just shots. Straight tequila. Oh man, that's dangerous. You know, it's like, like, like no. straight
1: tequila to the point where like, I'm a douchebag in the end and I'm like, I'm not going to have my lime right away. I got like, mm, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yes, I mm. got to
0: taste it. See the bird. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Man, that's so frustrating when people <laughs> act like they know the hidden notes yeah, in yeah, liquor. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like nobody really likes straight liquor. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I don't understand how people just sip on a glass of, like, rye. Whiskey, yeah. Or whiskey. Yeah. Like, how do you do that?
1: I mean, I don't know about liquor, but I brought some Coca-Cola today, and I can tell you the hidden notes behind (laughs) Coca-Cola. Actually, (laughs) you were saying
0: that there's a difference between Coca-Cola here in Canada or North America. Yeah. And Coca-Cola in Mexico. So, in Mexico, they use, like, real... Well, Mexico is North America. You're right. So, I guess just Northern North America.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Basically, Canada and America. And actually, a lot of places in the world where they use, like, the like the syrups, right? Like, the high fructose corn syrup or whatever. Uh, whereas in this in Mexico, in the States, in Mexico, they use cane sugar. And so when uh, you taste it, it's like, I don't know, it, t- it just tastes lighter. It tastes more refreshing. It, tastes, it actually it does, better.
0: though. And so I actually learned that when I was in Sweden with Absolute Vodka. They were saying, because they have that whole one source thing that we talked about in a few podcasts ago, where... All of their stuff comes from the same source, meaning if you buy Absolute in Japan, Australia, Toronto, it's all going to taste the exact same because those bottles could have actually been bottled side by side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came from the one place I went to. That's amazing. With things like Coca-Cola or they used Fanta as reference. Mm. Like Fanta in Italy is used with Italian water or maybe Italian sourced products. So it's going to taste different there than it does here. So that's actually, this is a perfect example of what they were talking about.
1: Yeah, I, I think, like, for the listeners, basically, you know, you know that flavor you get when you're like, oh, Coca-Cola out of a glass just tastes better? Yeah. And most things out of a glass, honestly, feel and do taste better. But usually the glass bottles are Mexican Coke. So that's
0: probably why. It tastes oh, better. that's true. So. Very yeah. true. Um, okay, so it's safe to say that you're hungover. Okay. I'm hungover. Sorry, that's my bad. My my watch
1: (laughs) rang. So you're hungover. Dan is like ringing his watch. He's he's ringing his iPhone with his watch and they're right beside each other. I was trying to silence it. Okay, go on. (laughs) Yeah, man. So pretty hungover, but you know, we got the spread, man. We got some Mennonite summer sausage.
0: Well, so people probably confuse as hell what that means. So basically every Monday (laughs) when we come to my studio to record, Amar usually brings a bagel with cream cheese for me. What do you get?
1: Yeah, same thing, but with a coffee.
0: With coffee. But
1: Dan doesn't like coffee.
0: No. Yeah.
1: But I've been bringing it for like
0: every week. But I've been for sipping on weeks, it. Yeah. I've been sipping on it.
1: And every time I look at the coffee, I'm like, damn, he
0: hasn't drank it yet. No, it's just because I realized in college I'm caffeine sensitive. It sounds like the biggest like bullshit excuse, but it's true. I um, I the, the way I found out, and I do not condone this by any means, okay? My buddy Adrian... Love the guy. He came up and visited me in, in college. Okay. I went to college in London, Ontario. Not my favorite shout place. Shout-outs. Okay. Shoutouts. <laughs> <laughs> and we he brought a bottle of Jaegermeister. Mm. And for those of you guys that don't know what a Jaeger bomb is, it's it's Jaeger and it's Red Bull. Mm. And you drop the Red Bull. No, the Jaeger in the Red Bull. Yeah. And then you drink it. Well, we were college kids. We didn't buy Red Bull. We just bought really cheap energy drinks.
1: Also aside Little, uh, you probably didn't know. London, Ontario, I feel like is a Jagermeister capital of Canada. Probably.
0: Like, there's a lot of Jagermeister going on. Probably because of the schools. Yeah. Like, there's a lot, there's like a lot of post-secondary schools there. Yeah. And, like, just a lot of partying. Just well, a really wild city. Just a lot of Dan's and Adrian's. I don't know, London, man. Ontario. I wouldn't, I never really fit in in that city. I think there's a lot of people that do. Like, No way. <laughs> oh, no, seriously. <I> <laughs> no <got it. laughs> way. You think I fit in there?
1: What? <laughs> <100%. 100%. laughs> percent. Why? No, actually, you know what? No. No. Um, but like tall
0: jack white dudes who run London. Yeah, that's not me though. I'll be I'll, maybe I'm a tall white dude jacked, I'm working on it. Yeah, but you you look like you could have been
1: jacked and you went to a fraternity. <laughs> you went to a <laughs> fraternity. Oh, man, you no know? way.
0: No, I was not in a fraternity, but it was a very uh, wild city. Like yeah, let me yeah, give yeah. you an example it's quickly a of one of the parties I got invited to. I did not go, by the way. Okay. Okay. So I get invited to like, hey Dan, you want to come to this party? Actually, do we have any music for this? You want to come to this hey. party? And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really know you, and you're talking weird. <laughs> um, basically, I got invited from a friend of a friend to go to this party, and what happens is when you go into the front door, you get handcuffed to a random girl, whoever, whatever girl walks in at that time, you get handcuffed to her, and they give you a, a, a Texas Mickey or like a mm-hmm. Mickey of liquor, and you have to. They drop the key of the handcuffs in the liquor. I hate that Dan knows all these. No, that like, that, that little, little he knows the song so that perfectly. Rise in the song just just came perfectly. He knows all the drops. So in order to get the key between the two of you, you have to finish the bottle. Yeah. Which is incredibly dangerous, guys. Don't do this. But I was like, that's the type of stuff that goes down in London, man. Yeah. People like, like Dan. I don't want to give it a bad rap, but it was just it wasn't my favorite time in my life.
1: <laughs> there was like, guys. There was like a riot. If you're not gonna give it a bad rap, I will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, listen, do you know what Devil's
0: Night is? No, well, I call it like the De-
1: Mexican one, since we're Mexican Coke top.
0: No, I, well, I don't know what that okay, is. That's, okay, that's Well, Devil's Night is <laughs> the night before Halloween. Yeah. Where basically people pull their pranks at egg houses. They like interesting, throw toilet paper and stuff. So every freaking Devil's Night, this poor family that lived next to my college, they would get their fence ripped down. And just the kids were just vultures with this poor... It's just because their fence was on the corner of like a very party street. Yeah. So one year, they decided to pull the fence down, brand new fence, start piling the wood in the middle of the street, and light it on fire. And they have this big bonfire, right? All these drunk idiots. So uh, a news car pulls up, and they light the frigging car on fire. The car explodes. And the way... this, I swear to God, this is true, by the way. And I think the, what I heard was the way the cops ended up finding who was associated was they went to the hospital and they found a bunch of like, I guess like basic white girls with like burns all on their legs because they were dancing around the fire. And when the car exploded, stuff burned them. Damn. It actually hurt them. So the, the city is, it's funny because there's two sides. I don't know about you. Are you an extroverted extrovert? <laughs> Are you an... Mm, I go on extremes, but extroverted
1: extrovert extrovert. You're 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 an extra extroverted
0: extrovert. Wow, man. So you're just like <laughs> the life of every party. I don't know about that. But <laughs> well, I'm I'm an extroverted introvert. Yeah. And so to the outside and to a lot of people, I might seem very extroverted, which I am, mm-hmm. but I also am very introverted when I'm at home. I just want to be like doing my own thing left alone. And so in London, <clears throat> this is when I was kind of discovering that, and that's why that city never really sat well with me, because I wasn't really a big party guy. Yeah. Um, Okay, what was I saying? You're saying, oh, Adrian. Oh, yes, the, the caffeine. <laughs> Back to the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, okay, so one last side story. I thought of a name for this podcast. Ah. The rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. That's pretty good. Isn't that good? That's really good. The rabbit hole. Because as you've just seen, or as you guys have just heard, we go down freaking crazy rabbit holes, oftentimes unintentionally. That's pretty good. The rabbit hole, man. Like the rabbit hole. Think about it. I'm just saying f-
1: cover art. Can we use that emoji? The hole emoji? The rabbit. You've never used the hole emoji? What's the hole emoji? I'll text it to you. Oh, oh, yeah. It's a little hole emoji, and it looks so perfect on a phone.
0: Like, it looks like an actual hole. I don't know. Oh, perfect. Let's use it. We'll see. Okay, guys, we're officially called the rabbit hole. That's it. You like it or no? You heard it
1: here first. For me, all types of names, you know, in the beginning, it's eh. I feel like with names, it's all about, like, what you put into it, you know? Like, let's say Apple. Apple's a pretty... Stupid name.
0: But it's what they've made. <laughs> For the I biggest,
1: see. you know, it's, it's names and logos and brands and everything. They're like vessels. It's what you put into them that really matters. Nike, Adidas, they're all obscure names. Well, that's Even rabbit
0: hole. Oh, so you don't like it is basically what you're trying to say.
1: I, I don't like any name in the beginning. I'm <laughs> but I think the more, the more you put into it, you know.
0: The more you like yeah. it.
1: Yeah. But I think we have put a lot into the rabbit hole and it makes total, total, mm-hmm. total sense.
0: 100%. I, whenever I hear a name that I like and know that the branding will work, I'm all about it. Like Danocracy. When I first heard that, I knew instantly that's what I'm going to be about. Huh. Well, and here like we are. Ten We're, years later, man.
1: We will not anymore have... It's all, it's all going to be rabbit holes from now on. The rabbit hole. Anyways, <laughs> I like it.
0: Back to the caffeine story. My buddy Adrian comes up <laughs> and we bought this really cheap energy drink. And we played this snowboarding game on Xbox. And basically, we would race each other in this like quick... I don't know, two-minute race down a mountain. Whoever lost had to do a Jaeger bomb. So we were, mo- like, evenly matched, perfectly. So it was, like, back and forth and back and forth. And, back. and before we knew it, between Adrian and I, we finished the bottle of Jaeger And, like, a bunch of cans of energy drinks.
1: Shout out Red Rain, because I feel like you're talking about Red Rain. No, it oh. was
0: Amped. Okay, Amped. <laughs> amped. And they were, like, big monster cans, too. yeah. So I went to bed and I woke up and I felt like I like, quickly jolted and like levitated out of my bed really quick. Heart was pounding. Needless to say, it was a long night. Um, I went to the hospital just to, because I didn't know what the hell was going on with all this buzzing stuff. And they said, yeah, I think like, you're caffeine sensitive. And they gave me this like tablet to neutralize the caffeine or something. Whoa. I mean, I'm t- it was the most Spider-Man I've ever felt in my life. And don't take this as a good way, guys. Just- Everything is tingling. <laughs> Everything was tingling. But I remember I was sitting on the hospital bed
1: with basic white girls with burns.
0: Yes. <laughs> there, the next <laughs> one's over. And I could hear everything was so hypersensitive. The light was so like, like burning my eyes. It was like, and I could hear like if a pin fell, I would hear it like spider sense. Yeah. I don't know, man. Don't take that as a way to get superpowers, guys.
1: I feel like with cheap like energy drinks. Like sometimes they don't get the mixture right. Mm. Like one guy just has the concentrate. <laughs> I think he just took the wrong can. It was... Ugh, it was Russian roulette with these things.
0: It was brutal, man. Like, I, I don't know. Anyways, that's how... Uh, that's why I don't drink coffee. Because if I have coffee, it's not that I'm, like, blip, 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 like talking all the time. Yeah. It's just my brain literally goes buzzy. Like, it feels fuzzy. Mm. I can feel my brain, which is a very odd thing to feel. Damn. Is this after
1: you went to that, like, like the most silent room in the world or whatever? No. Because <laughs> I feel like once you've experienced that, <laughs> then you're like, no, I trust me, this is the brain.
0: No, no, no. I, that was so there's only been two times in my life I've ever felt my brain because mm. if you think about it if you're sitting right now if you're driving in a car or whatever try to f- think right now and try to feel your brain you can't like, you might
1: you might with this like podcast setup yeah it's pretty high quality
0: oh, oh, oh I like it you know this is the only time you'll feel your brain
1: oh there's our <laughs> there's, slogan
0: <laughs> the rabbit hole the only time you'll feel your brain that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're trying to feel their brain and then you put that side Yeah, it just hurts their brain.
0: No, so I I got migraines, right? Yeah. And the the doctor gave me this tablet that really numbs the front part of your brain. And it's the most bizarre feeling. And as bad as my migraines are, like only like twice a year, I I said, I'm never taking this medicine again. Not because it hurt me. It didn't hurt me at all. It's the sensation was so uncomfortable of just feeling a numb ball of mush in my head. It was so weird. And the other time was the, the caffeine.
1: Yeah, man, they're working on you. Yeah. Like, I never knew there was a pill to neutralize caffeine. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I don't know what it was. Sorry, like, I got a
1: burp, and it's like, there's like summer sausage and like... Oh, kar- oh man, this is good. Deli
0: burps? Man, I, I'm going to neutralize. Like, every burp is deli burps, though. Anyways. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, just, we dodged the bullet. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just swallowed it.
0: Okay, so it's funny, because usually uh, I would be the one that might be hungover. Yeah, you
1: know? no, <laughs> no. Today it's me, man. Um, yesterday, so here's the thing: it's a, it's a wedding f- of, uh, of a girl that we knew in high school. Good friends with me. I'm good friends with her. Clearly, I like her.
0: You got invited to a wedding and I didn't. Oh, I should. No, honestly, I so I I grew up with her. Like, I went to yeah. elementary school and stuff with her, but it was just like someone you went to elementary school with. Like I never really talked to her.
1: Oh no, she's so sweet, man. Yeah, no, no, don't take that as shit. No, 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 I I I took that as shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I saw your face. Yeah, but she's so sweet. No, no, no. Don't hide behind the microphone, Dan. I'm kidding. He didn't make any facial. I'm sure sure she's sweet. I just, to be honest, there's so many people you go to school with over the years. She was in French immersion, right?
1: Yeah, I I I should be careful what I say, man. But I also shouldn't because I don't know if she's listening. But like, I love her to death. Um,
0: There's a butt here.
1: No, no, no. There's no butt on her. Like, wow, rude! No, no, like there's no like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just. She's a great girl. Yeah. Um, uh, I knew her because she dated my best friend. Um, their exes, and she got married to another guy. And I'm really happy for them. And I'm really happy for them. I said I should be careful with what I said, and here I am.
0: Was her ex at the wedding?
1: No, he wasn't invited. Obviously, got right? it. So I was invited, and uh, did it cause tension? My best friend was invited as well. No, no, no. There's no tension. Like, uh, like truly, like, we it's all love. We've partied with her before. We, uh, She's always invited to, like, my house. She's just, she's a really good person. I'm so proud of her. Honestly, it was crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, this seems like one long shout out. <laughs> no, no, watch this. Like, right now, like, you and I look at each other as, like, friends. You know? Yeah. Like, kind of like the same level. Right. You know, uh, anyone you know from high school, you kind of look at them like that. But yesterday, that experience, because, like, I've gone to a lot of weddings. Yeah. But just seeing someone from high school that you're friends with and, like, her getting married, like, she was a whole woman. Like, yesterday, I was like, whoa, did, Mar- like did Maurice just grow up, like, right in front of me? Like, she just, I don't know. It was weird. It was it a those weird Those moments happen.
0: Like, so my best friend, Sean. Yeah. Um, he's about to have a kid. Literally, the due date was yesterday. Oh, and come it on. It hasn't popped out yet. I viewed this guy as, like, he's, he's like, my best friend. And so... We've always been like that same equal mentality, but when yeah. he pop like not him, but when his wife has the kid, he's now a whole whole ass Father. dad, man. Yeah, he's a dad. Like that puts him on a different planet than me. Like he's a dad, and he can be like, "Ugh, my kid kept me up," and I can be like, "Oh, I had yeah. nachos for breakfast." <laughs> yeah, like, like, look at us. <laughs> yeah, we're having coke and, and meat at ten in the morning. A loaf of bread, loaf of bread. I don't know. It, there's, but, there's yeah, like moment in in life as you go throughout life that. I find are uncomfortable, like yeah, but but they're positive mm. moments. Like, uh, for an example, um, actually going back to that. So you said she got married, yeah, uh, and, and your, your, your one of your best friends was her ex, yeah, and you're telling me there's no tension there, zero. How, how long ago did they break up? Oh, like four years. Oh, oh, five, five years. So it's been a decent amount of time. Six years. Jesus it keeps getting longer. Seven now, Dan. (laughs) So for me, with my first girlfriend, when we broke up, um, it was weird, man, because I dated her for like four years and my friends, my family became friends with her. And Breakups are weird because with her, like people would still like sort of hang out with her and that pissed me off. Yeah. Not, it didn't piss me off because I wanted to have any sort of ill feelings towards her. But when, when breakups happen, it's almost like, okay, now you have to pick a side. Yeah. And when you're caught in between the two, we've all been there. You've been caught in between the two. It's very difficult to manage who's... Uh, I mean, people listening right now are gonna be like, no, man, you just go with your boys. Side. Yeah, but no. when you become friends with both sides, it's very difficult just to cut someone out because it, it hurts, you know, to yeah. cut someone out. I, I think my approach that I've taken is, like,
1: I was very upfront. I mean, I'm so obviously going to be... Um on my friend's side even though they're both friends of mine right but mm-hmm. like he's like my best friend right so i'm so obviously going to be on his side that i that already from the beginning it was out in the open of what i thought right but i'm i i so i made it very open right from the beginning of like i'm just going to respect both people you know it just it didn't work it didn't work it wasn't like there's was not like, no bad blood to it um yeah it's just it's it's, it's not i'm friends the bad with her blood. friends She's friends with my friends. It's just awkward. Yeah.
0: Like, how do you, like, like it's awkward, man. Like, It it is
1: awkward, but if you're very open about, like, for example, whenever I see her best friend, right, so we're like the two equivalents, me and her best friend. Oh, right, 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 yeah, 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 I get that. So every time I see her, I'm like, you know, hey, how are you doing? And then if she asks me, I'm like, oh, me, I'm doing so well. My best friend, he's kicking ass in (laughs) in work. You hype him up. He just, he just bought his own house, like, you know, like, and then she'd be like, Oh, well, my best friend, she's, you know, and it yeah. just takes away the tension, but it still gives each other the
0: update that they need. I, man, that, I blame love for that. Love is, is the worst but slash best thing. Yeah. It's just because it's like, essentially what love is, is like a grenade. Okay. So let's say you meet someone, you're holding that grenade and your friends are the ones surrounding. So when that grenade blows up, so if like you break up, essentially the grenade yeah. blows up, your friends get impacted too. Like breakups aren't solely one for one. It's... Yeah. Depending on if your friends are friends with them too, like basic white girls are getting burnt in love. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> <Yeah>. from grenades <laughs> and exploding cars, man, it, it's just it's such a complex thing that uh, I've learned. Yeah, even though, like, over the past few weeks, I've learned this new technique mm. about like training your brain. Okay, here we go. Yeah, we're gonna get into it. This is a rabbit hole. Okay, feel free to expand wherever. So, for me, like. I I would say, yeah, recently I've gone through a breakup and there's so many complexities that come with it. It's not just like, okay, I'm going my own way because one day you guys are like best friends and the next you're like, okay, we can't talk or see each other. So there's certain things in your life that have now just been cut off instantly. And this applies to anything, right? Like if you're going through a hard time right now and you can't seem to get your thoughts away from this moment or this thing or this person, it's... What I've learned is it's because your brain is trained to think in those ways. Mm. So your brain, when you wake up, is trained to think, okay, what were the stresses that I left behind last night? Let's start thinking. Let's check Instagram. You're doing the same thing. Your brain is trained in those moments to do those exact same things over and over again on a daily. It's almost like mm. every day at 10 o'clock, you have a bowl of cereal. It's like your brain is trained. It's trained to do that. Like when The other day when you were saying, if ever I need to go to sleep, I've trained my brain to take 10 deep breaths and I'll be out. Yeah. It's the same thing with time. If you've got open time, your brain will fill that time with whatever it was trained to do in that moment. So if I'm driving by a certain restaurant we used to go to, my brain is going to say, Hey, look at the restaurant you used to go to with her, yeah. you know, or, or look at that place you guys used to visit together. It's, it's not your fault. It's not your brain's fault. oftentimes we're like, um, Oh, my brain, my brain is playing tricks on me. It's, I don't think it's the right way to profile it. No. I don't think it's... Because under that impression, it sounds like your brain is intentionally trying to sabotage you. It's playing tricks on me. It's sabotaging me. It's... You've trained your brain under those situations, that scenario, to automatically go to this thought. Yeah, that's true. Which keeps you in this infinite loop of recovery and healing that you'll never get over. So what I've learned is that... And this was from. Oh, I have to give this guy credit because it's unbelievable. And if you guys want to hear more about this guy, uh, his name is Doctor Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza. Unfreaking real. This guy will blow your mind. He literally. A TED talk. I feel like he talk. he does his own like TED talks. Nice. So that's where I basically heard all this advice from. Um, was you have to take these little victories cool. throughout the day of like, oh, I went by there didn't think of her, or I went by there and didn't do that thing that I usually do with my brain. Because yeah it's not your brain screwing with you. It's just your brain is had the software that's in your brain has been told to, Hey, at this moment, if all the, situ- if all the calculations are right, you're in that moment, you see that I'm going to go here.
1: Yeah. Apparently that's like exactly how the brain works is like one trigger in the brain just triggers a chain reaction of yeah, feelings. 100%. So like, as soon as you see the restaurant, it's well, the whole so th- thing. Th- but th- I th- think,
0: th- yeah, go ahead. Well, this this Joe Dispenza guy uses the term, uh, Fire and wire. I mm. think that's what it was. So when you're firing off the same things, eventually it's going to become wired in your brain. He's like a neuroscience guy. So if that's you're cool. always firing the same nerves of like, oh, I- I'm going here, I'm thinking of her, or I'm doing this thing again, eventually it'll get hardwired in your brain with actual like neuron connections. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It makes So the way to change your life and the way to get out of these tough situations is to intentionally change the things in your life. The only way to change your thought process is by changing the way you're actually thinking. Yeah. So if I'm doing the same routine expecting, oh, time will heal everything. I'll get over her eventually. I really won't help the situation because I'm putting myself in the same routine as if she was just there. Yeah. So you have to go in, in with any struggle you're having, whether it's stress with work or anything, it could be as simple as walking a different way home. Um, if you watch Netflix every day at nine o'clock, maybe watch it at seven and then do something after Netflix, like swap up your day. So it's almost uncomfortable mm. and your thoughts will start to change. Mm. I thought it was very helpful, which is why I wanted to share it in here. I
1: like the whole, your brain is not playing tricks on you or even though it seems like it is, but I, I think usually when someone like plays a trick on you, it doesn't mean shit. If, if you're aware of it, yes. Right. So if you're aware that this is how your brain works. If you're aware that, you know, that every time I pass by the restaurant, I'm going to think about her, right? Or I have, you know, I might, the, the brain might go into that rabbit hole um, or that chain reaction. Then, yeah, awareness is key. God damn, I started so good with awareness is key and then it just <laughs> faded off. <No. laughs> it's so true though. Yeah.
0: Awareness is, is totally key because yeah. a lot of the times you won't be aware that this stuff is happening. And you need sort of, I mean, maybe you don't, but for me, I need tidbits of information like this where I'm starting to now view things like, oh, I'm getting that feeling of I miss her or I'm getting that feeling of it would be nice to run into her. Yeah. But when I'm aware that my brain's doing that, you're already above it. Like, I think we are made of our minds and not our brains. You know, like we often think our brain is us. Well, I think your mind is actually above that. For sure. Your mind is what controls your brain. And your brain is what gives you the the issues of like, damn, this is hard. This is, I'm having a struggle here. It's only because your sweet brain, don't be so hard on it, is told, hey, fire off, fire off. This is what you should do now. That's what routine is, man. Like some people thrive under routine. I don't, I actually get stressed when I'm under too much routine. That's good to know. Yeah.
1: I'm glad I changed it up to Coca-Cola today. (laughs) Coca-Cola and lunch me. But also like, I think, Sometimes we fool ourselves into, like, when we're changing the routine, we think that as soon as we change the routine, it's going to get better, you know? But that's not how it works. So let's say, like, let's take my, like, 10 deep breaths sleep example, right? Before, I used to, like, watch two TED Talks, and then I'd go to sleep right away, right? Now, and then when I switched it to 10 deep breaths, because I wanted to sleep anywhere, um, that took forever. Like, that sleep just couldn't happen. Like the first week or two of trying to sleep with by taking ten deep breaths, it just didn't happen. Right. So I think a lot of times when we're trying to change our routine, let's say, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm not gonna walk this way because that's the restaurant she used to work at, or that's the restaurant we met at. Right. So I'm gonna walk differently. And then you walk a different way and you're like, damn, I still miss her. Right? But you're just creating a new routine and it's not gonna be re- I have to burp.
0: I can't. I can't. Just get it out, because you're honest and good here. Holy uh, mm.
1: Imagine someone burps in a TED talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it makes, Guys, it makes you relatable. It makes you relatable. Guys, just give me a minute, I gotta burp. But at the same time we're eating lunch meats and coke, like like it's so
1: bad. It smells like a truck stop in here.
0: <laughs> it's good <so bad. laughs> <laughs> idea yeah, you just burped. Um Yeah, so
1: uh you know, it, it takes a while to get routine out of your head. It takes a while. I guess biologically, this is BS, but, but biologically, I'd imagine it takes a while for those synapses to fire oh, off in wrong
0: 100%. This This isn't a, a fix yourself in instantly thing. Yeah. Like anytime you're changing your brain, it's not going to be like, oh, you wake up the next day and you feel like crazy, like amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like what he talks about is it's little victories. You take everything, these little trophies add up and eventually it becomes big trophy. You yeah. know, we're so hard on ourselves thinking that if it's not going to be different the next day, I failed. Exactly. And one of the biggest things that I learned, so back to, to London, like the reason why I actually didn't like it, all joking aside, was that was the first time mental health really came into play. Like I was, I think it was the only time in my life I ever felt depression. Like mm-hmm. I actually felt it. And so I went to see a therapist first time in my life. Scary as hell, man. Imagine being a college kid and you have to go sit and see a therapist, you know? Uh-huh. And I used to have to lie to my friend. I didn't have a car. So I used to tell my friend, like, oh, I got to go grocery shopping. Can I borrow your car? He's like, yeah, yeah, no problem, because he had class. Well, I would take it and go to this therapist. And it took a while. It took years for me to actually tell him. I actually did tell him. And he was like, oh, man, you could have told me, like, whatever. I knew guy. all the time you didn't yeah. come back with groceries <laughs> <Yeah>. ever. <laughs> I found your notes. No, so I saw this guy. And eventually, after seeing him for, I don't know, like two months, I told him, like, man, I just... I feel like I'll make so much progress and then I'll have a bad day. And I just feel like I'm back at square one. Mm. And he said this thing that really changed everything for me, which was like progress isn't a straight line. Like if if you were to look at a line graph, it's not going to go from down and all the way up to the top corner. Yeah. It's, it's, it's jagged. It goes up, down, up, down, but it's still getting closer to the corner. It's just those downs. They're not going backwards. They're just going down, but forward. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, so that leaves room. To have a bad day and it doesn't trump all the success I made the previous day. Yeah. Right.
1: And you're not going back to square one because square one is you not even knowing of the problem. Square one is you not even
0: knowing yourself a exactly. little better. Right. Or being in tune with those emotions. So when you're changing your mind or you're getting over someone or, or something or just the past or you lose someone, it's not an overnight process, but you have to trust the process. Like give it time, be patient yeah. Um, there's no rush. You know, that's something I'm working through right now is I feel like life is so friggin' short, man.
1: Oh, I've been feeling it. Like, so When have you felt this? Like I've after like last two weeks. Okay. Oh, but yeah, no, me
0: like last two weeks. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> the moon, man, it's in full retrograde. <laughs> I just feel like life is short. And so I was always rushing things. Yeah. Like rushing, okay, I gotta get this project done today and I gotta do another video now. Well, you have to give certain things time. And the more you rush it, the more you're gonna hinder and extend. A time yeah. of healing. So even right now, as I progress through this breakup, like I've made progress. There's still moments where I really miss the relationship, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I'm going back to what you said, like unaware of, of all the progress I have made. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These are the little trophies, man, that, that add up eventually.
1: Yeah, man, little wins. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's healthy. Yeah, I honestly think a lot of people don't. I'm a victim of it as well, but like sometimes we're just unaware of those little ones. Like, you might be getting over someone, and you know your friends are like, "Okay, let's go out party," and then you go out and party, and sure you forget about her, but then like next day you're like, "Man, that didn't work," cause now I look now I miss her even more, you know. But that's like that's the little one that you have to take of just be like for those two hours, three hours, I didn't think of her,
0: and it was good. And right. yeah or or, or maybe that's no, no, maybe no. that's
1: an unhealthy way to approach it. No, know.
0: no, you have to do those little bouts of success, engage like yeah. in some way. Um when I first went through this breakup in this past like it, it's been a roller coaster of mm-hmm. a relationship. And so last summer we kind of broke up. And um I just kind of somebody had asked me out. So I went on a date with this girl and I remember feeling like I had not a panic attack, but I had like such anxiety yeah. thinking I was with this person for so long. And now I'm sitting across a table from a different girl and I, this isn't right. And you know, and, and it's just, it, it showed that I wasn't ready, it's but it's also showed that your body will reject change. Most times there's some people out there that are like, I love it. Like it, that's very rare. And that's a gift. Yeah. If you can do that. But most of the time you will be met with anxiety or Discomfort. Because when you're trying to create new pathways in your brain to fire off like, oh, this is okay. It's going to feel wrong, but it's going to change your thought process. And hopefully it'll get you to the next step of getting over whatever you're trying to get through. Yeah. That's a good rabbit hole, man. That, that was a deep one. That was what I wanted to talk about today was was learning that, to be honest. Because like last summer, I was really stuck in this, in this sequence. It was like the Truman Show, man. Like. Just trying to hold on to the past. And if you are exhausting your energy, like I heard that this, so memories are a chemical reaction of the past. Mm. When we get hung up on something, it's only our brain firing off chemicals to say, hey, we miss it. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, The memory will always be there, but to feel the same emotions, it's not going to help you. So you have to take all the energy that you're investing in the past or in someone else's well-being and consolidate it and put it into your own present moment, yeah this right now, because all we have is here right now, right, and then here right now, like we only have we can't change the past it's, it's there.
1: do you ever feel like though like for me, I feel like energy expensed on myself, so if I were to invest in myself, if I take the energy that I was gonna go do other things for other people, if I take that and put it to me, I feel like it's so much more expensive. I don't know if that's the right word, but like it's so much more expensive that I put invest in myself than it is to do other things for other people.
0: I think if you're not selfish, yeah, you'll have that feeling nice. of like <clears throat> of respect, like what I'm doing now I should do for someone else. Yeah. Like I'm the same way. I feel bad. Oh, let me just get this bread in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, Reds and burps. I feel bad that I look after myself. Yeah. You know, like, like if, I, if I'm going through a hard time or trying to get over through something, I feel bad for thinking about me first. Yeah. And I think most people would, would probably feel that, you know. It's true. Um, because I think for so long you're programmed to make sure this person's okay or how are your friends doing, that when you turn it on you society will yeah it's been formed that it's selfish to do anything for yourself yeah that's like if you if you were to actually sit and compliment yourself if someone were to say hey give yourself a compliment a lot of us are like "Ah," or or we'll we'll disguise the compliment afterwards with self-deprecating humor yeah like uh, i'm funny but in like a weird penis joke way you know (laughs) like (laughs) you a lot of us really struggle with giving ourselves compliments
1: yeah it's so hard
0: but it's only because there's this underlying impression that if you do, you come across as cocky and that's not the case. Like yeah. I, I'm, I, sometimes I can't stand those like self-love people because they do it in such an extreme way that it gets kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, With it's crystals. A, what I've heard, and this is a quote that I really want to make an art piece about actually is in this world, you only have yourself. Like you don't even have, um, even your shadow will leave you. Hmm. Uh, in the daytime or something like at night. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Even your shadow will leave you in the dark. That's what it was. Damn. And it's, it, it's saying that all you have is yourself. You can't put your trust in friends or family. Yeah. You can to a certain extent, but at the end of the day, all you have is yourself. And that might sound daunting to people like, Oh no, I'm not capable. Of, you are, we all are capable. It's yeah. just, it stems from loving who you are and who you're being. And yeah. if you're, if you don't like who you are, then you have to ask yourself, am I doing things that, that aren't really me, aren't authentic to me. Am I doing things to fit in? There was another quote. Sorry, I'll, I'll hit you one more. No, 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 no. Um, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm here. I'm in my thoughts, man.
0: Not a quote. Sorry. This, this person posted uh, yesterday saying, the first thing you should do is unfollow Instagram models and influencers. Sounds ironic because I am an influencer, but they then said, unfollow those people and start following designers and artists. Mm. And your world will change because your perspective on things are different. Mm. When you're following an influencer or, or an Instagram model, uh, coming from an influencer, I can tell you, we are often paid to make our lives look amazing. If, yeah. you're, if I'm working with a brand, of course the brand's going to want to make it look like you're having the time of your life and everything's <laughs> yeah. perfect. But I use my Instagram. I'm really proud of my Instagram because I'm also showing my passions and arts and not, not always this glamorous side of things. yeah. yeah. And that's Instagram is a massive tool for insecurity and in feeding that. Yeah. Like ask yourself, look at your Instagram page. Are you following people that are paid to make themselves look good? Are you following anybody that's real? Like I, I look at my mom's account. She posts pictures of her cats unedited, like uh, a picture of a lake that's not like centered. Like that's the stuff that's real, man. That's, so, that's I real. It, I, and I think
1: it's coming up. I really do think people are liking that a little more. Like some of my most liked pages, I I only like them because they're just so, so real. Like, but yeah, it's true. I don't know how Instagram and it, it's crazy how they had us fooled. Like, I don't know. Like, have you ever looked like a, at an old ad of like, I don't know, just any old ad where like they try to make the girl look really cool or the guy look really cool with like sunglasses and you're like, who falls for this shit, right? Most people. But like most people at that time did, mm-hmm. right? And in our time, the Marlboro man or the, the guy who wears Prada sunglasses are those Instagram models that, like, we fall for it. Like, we're like,
0: yeah, I want to live that life. We fall for it because we don't, have a, we don't have the capabilities or we feel bad for assuming that it's all bullshit. Yeah. And I don't want to sound like an extremist or, like, that's cynical towards these people because, again, guys, like, I am an influencer. I do that. I've done it for, like, 10 years. Yeah. I know the game. And the biggest issue with Instagram that I've personally had is you are comparing your behind-the-scenes with their highlight reel, right? We've we've said that before. You are looking at people's Instagram accounts after two hours of the photo being edited, uh, 45 minutes of trying to get the right shot. Have you seen... I don't want to pick on Instagram models, but this, this will fall under Instagram influencers as well. How many people take a picture laughing at that moment? I swear to God, man, if I'm getting a photo, the last thing I'm going to be doing is not paying attention to the photo and laughing with my friend. I look at these photos as so inauthentic when people are like, "Ah." I know. And
1: when you're aware of
0: it, you're like, that's so fake. It's so fake. And we we trick ourselves into thinking, look how much this person has. Look at how funny they are. Yeah. Look at how um, put together their life is. Their friends love them so much. They're so beautiful. Yeah. Like get rid of that thought because that is like a cancer for your brain. Yeah, man. And Instagram, I I, I love it because it's a part of my career, but I also hate it. Mm. I hate it because everyone else is using it improperly.
1: But audience side as well, like, I think maybe I've I said this before, but like, basically, sure, that Instagram model, that's all she dedicates her life to is making
0: this look good. I don't want to always pick on the girl. I know it sounds like I picked on the girl there. Guys do it just as much. Oh, yeah, no, trust me. The next one was a guy, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) next one was a guy. And then... I scroll down and I see this guy who's ripped, right? And, um, and, you know, he also dedicates his life to just getting ripped, right? And I scroll down and this girl is like super rich, you know? She has like her own business. But that's, she's dedicated her life to becoming super rich. But what I'm taking out of everyone, I'm taking the extreme out of everyone's like life goal, life dedication, right? And me as an audience, I just take all that um, conglomerate it. I don't know. Just
0: consolidate it.
1: Consolidate it. Just yeah. put it all together. And I expect myself to be ripped, eating the best food, mm-hmm. traveling all over the place, playing it, with my dog.
0: That's an interesting thought, you know? though. Like, hundred percent. The uh, people that are not trained for social media, which is a lot of people. Yeah. Oftentimes, you and your friend might be funny, and you're like, "We should have our own show, or let's start a YouTube channel." Mm. Like yeah.
1: <laughs> it's always the best. I feel like I hit and you somewhere. And I, and I feel shitty about always saying we, you know, like when we were young, you <laughs> are like, we should have our own show, but now when I'm older, I'm like, f you, you shouldn't have your own show.
0: <laughs> Cuz people don't realize that okay. You're not funny. I feel like I, I'm preaching <laughs> You're
1: not funny. You're, yeah, you're preaching not to the choir. Yeah, yeah, like, like
0: <laughs> look. When people think these things, yeah. I can have my own show. I'm so funny. You're not thinking about the business side or things that go along behind the scenes. Yeah. You're not thinking about the game that you have to play. Yes, you know, if you join social media, okay, you're avoiding the rat race of waking up at 8.30 to get to work for 9 and, and working for the man until 5. Yeah, you're avoiding that. But you are creating something totally different in your brain where you have to now work on an image. Yeah, And for so long... I did that image. in the for one of the first times in my career, I'm starting to change. I started a new series called Shot and Forgot. Love it. And I scan these 35 millimeter film slides that I bought on an auction. And I just try to figure out where they're from. Get a little bit more information just from the photo alone. Yeah. And I f- I'm so fulfilled by doing this. And I find I, as I get older, it's harder and harder for me to get back in touch with my like... Inappropriate joke telling ways, like I'm always gonna be that guy, but it's it's harder and harder for me to get on YouTube and be like, "What's up, guys? You want to see that dick?" Like, I'm maybe not like that, <laughs> but <laughs> Literally like every down video ever. Not kidding. Like, like just inappropriate, <laughs> funny jokes. Like yeah. I, as I get more and more in tune with who I actually am, like my artsy side and and more serious side, it, it's harder and harder for me to tap into that guy. Yeah, yeah. And social media is probably 5% authentic. What you're seeing, it, it depends who. Yeah. I, I'm really proud of what I create, but I can sit here and say that you're obviously not getting the whole version of me. For sure. You can, you can follow me on social media and you still don't know who I am. Yeah. A lot of my followers tend to think they know who I am through and through because they follow me on social media.
1: Yeah, and I think it's important to say like when you're talking about inauthentic, like... For you, you, sure, you have to show, like, sometimes even, like, sometimes you'll feel bad on a certain day, but you would, I'm not saying you have done this, but you would still have to post a happy image, right? Oh, yeah. And that goes for influencers, that goes for many people on social media, even, like, normal people on social media. Sometimes you might feel like shit, but you just, you still post up a happy picture. And that in itself is, I guess, inauthentic.
0: You but, know, but, no, but, but when you're contractually obligated, for sure, you, you have to, right? Yeah, like, yeah.
1: like you, like I, I can one time, like I don't know. Sometimes I've I've thrown up pictures of like me being happy, um, and I felt inauthentic about doing it because I was like, I'm having a pretty
0: shitty day, you know. Mm-hmm. This this is exactly what my I'm not trying to push this or anything. But my latest, not my latest, but the only piece of art I have for sales is Mr. Serotonin. Yeah. It is exactly this moment. It's, I was like getting into a place where at the time I wasn't happy. Like last summer, I just, I wasn't happy. Mm. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was going through the, the, the breakup we've already talked about and I just wasn't happy. And I felt that twice a week I had to get in front of a camera and tap into this Mr. Serotonin, which is Mr. Happy. Yeah. People, people are subscribed to me to see Mr. Happy. And what do I do when I'm not happy? I fake it and I had to fake it. And it got to the point where I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I need to take time away. And I took, like, two weeks away from YouTube, which feels like two years. Yeah. And in that time, I was like, okay, I'm going to put this on. Let's just try putting this on a paper. And that's where I created Mr. Serotonin is this this guy that is sad, visually sad, but he's got clown makeup on because that's the exterior. Yeah. The clowns are always happy. And that's the dangers of social media is – after a while, it's not like, trust me on this guys. I've worked, I've, I've worked around so many influencers bigger than me, smaller than me. And it's, it's the same. Yeah. you you will not escape the life of inauthenticity from doing yeah. social media.
1: I really hope it comes together though. I really hope like, just, you know, the, like those feeds that do have, you know, like your mom's like, that are just like, cat pictures mm. and you know no filters and just like real type moments i really hope because for me it's becoming like my number one favorite type of instagram page now and i just really hope they start taking over
0: but <sighs> the, even then becomes the sad thing is it won't like yeah. companies need these people like at the same time if you're not basing yourself worth off of instagram then then it's harmless. But unfortunately, there's so many young kids. Like, I'm so thankful that I grew up without social media, even all the way past high school. Yeah. Because I cannot imagine being a kid in school now, comparing yourself, like, with Instagram. Like, if you think about this, you could have a popular nerd in today's world. Oh, yeah. It, back when we went to school, if you were classified as a nerd, I'm just going to say it as it is. I'm not going to yeah. sugarcoat it. Then you were a nerd, man. Like, people, like girls didn't go after you. Yeah, But nowadays, you can get a girl, like... Oof. like if you've got a lot of Instagram followers and you're a nerd yeah, because that's a, a trait that is attractive to the youth like yeah. if you've got a big following man you must have power and you got clout and everyone wants to support you Crazy. Hey, it's I don't know I find it very toxic I find if coming from an influencer I find social media more toxic than good in my yeah. opinion I love it and I still do it but I'm trying to change the game my own way with my followers Yeah, in a sense that Look at my Instagram page right now. It's, there is no consistency. I've got a video of me doing serious art followed by me laughing and telling a fart joke. Like, tell me, man, it's the new wave. It's a new wave, but it causes yeah. uh, clusters of
1: confusion in my head. Oh yeah. Cause you're like, uh, well, it's better to grow if I have a niche if I have consistency on one color or something. Yeah, yeah. But,
0: but there's also like, I start to ask myself, who am I? Like, what am I doing? Look at my page. Who the hell am I? I'm, doing serious stuff and i'm also telling these inappropriate jokes like how do i expect people to grasp on and at some point i gotta let go of that thought and just think people will figure it out themselves i I don't want to be consistent yeah
1: anyway i'm steps behind you man i'm like i want to go all over the place first of all me just a little side thing on me i never if i don't have like the perfect idea (laughs) i just won't execute you know which is the worst thing it's the, the worst procrastination there ever is,
0: right? so how do you come up with the perfect idea
1: i I know i I got it I just <laughs> when you don't got like when you don't have the perfect idea, you just don't do it so like for like the last year or so I haven't even like even posted on Instagram um but I think I want to do like a little like not collage but like I just want to like put like Polaroid pictures all over the place because I feel like Polaroid pictures you can kind of what am I talking about but uh <laughs> Like <laughs> in my head right now. No, like, no, no. This, this Like with polaroid pictures, you can like kind of have like moments of all things. You can be inconsistent with polaroid pictures, right? So I kind of want to just put a, make a theme of just like polaroid pictures scattered all over the place, It'll that makes, no, and all be inconsistent. That's actually it's, it's still a good theme.
0: If you have a theme that is accepting of inconsistencies like that, like it might you, work. It might work. Like. This isn't like gospel, by the way. This is just my personal thoughts that are incorrect at some extent. Like there should be no issues with you posting a food picture beside uh, you looking serious in an outfit so then you goofing around. There there should be no issues there. There should be no issues. social media has trained us that unless we're laughing and smiling all the time and having some sort of consistency with fame and that we all got it figured out, well, then there must be some like, you must be a basket case, man. Like, yeah. uh, you have to drop it. Like, one thing Instagram is doing, this week they posted on Twitter, is they've said that, that now they're testing removal of likes in, like, Canada, all like a lot of countries across the world. Yeah. And they said that, in the end, it's it's not about the likes. It should be about the photo, and that's why they're doing it. And as someone that's been affected by numbers mentally, I fell for the game. I'm not ashamed to, mm-hmm. to say it. I've let numbers say, Dan, you got... 3,000 likes this photo is better than this photo that only got 900 even though this one has like family in it it's it's done that to me yeah so it's i think i'm excited to see instagram do that and watch the havoc it causes to some people because they need to get out of that bubble of my numbers are going down i'm like who who the fuck cares i don't swear often you don't social media wise first one who the fuck cares (laughs) like you are basing your whole world, your whole value yeah. on if someone likes a photo or not. Yeah. No, that's crazy. And
1: some people will say, no, I do it for like self-expression. And I would say like 5% of people actually care about making their Instagram a certain theme because of self-expression. Oh,
0: you, only think, you only think 5%? I Yeah. I, I, it's come from two different worlds. Like I think... I've been on like influencer events and trips where they're like, like I can't post this. There's no red in it or oh, there's no blue or there's oh, no Oh yeah, blood. no, 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 no. Like, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I, I'm with you on that. So I'm saying that 95% of people, right, are making their theme in such a way predominantly for growth. Yes. And 5% actually care because they, that's actually their aesthetic in real life. Mm-hmm. And they actually, this is the life they live. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I you, actually like minimalism and I actually have a minimalist theme.
0: Well, ask so when, as when I, if I were to ask you, what do you do Instagram for? Well, I mean, you haven't posted in a year, but like what do you, anybody listening right now, yeah. you ask yourself, what are you actually doing Instagram for? It's true. What are you doing social media for? Yeah. Is the end goal to have a lot of followers? And that's, I feel like that's okay.
1: If, if that is your end goal and there's a plan behind it, by all means. However, if you attach yourself
0: to those followers, like if, but th- this is where it it shows. Like I've seen, I yeah. I just spent the past ten minutes shitting on influencers. Now, in defense of that, yeah, a lot of these people do it as a business only, yeah, and they can master it. Taking the smiling photos, master that stuff, yeah. Then you're a great business person, in nine to five, media and world. then
1: after that, they go home with their friends, whatever. It's chill. just uh,
0: y- there is damaging effects to your followers, yes, because they see that and they think that's all one hundred percent of you. That you're always like that. That's all you'll ever be. That's where it's damaging. Because I know when I first started coming out with art, people were like, what the hell is this? Like, this isn't funny. I miss, I what's wrong, Dan? Why are you so sad? I'm like, it's not necessarily coming from a place of sadness. All my pieces aren't. Yeah. Um, it's also coming from a place of, this is just what's on my mind at the moment. This is what I'm thinking about. And I want to share it with you because maybe you're thinking about it too. Yeah. You know? Because I'm not going to live a life of, uh, I got everything figured out. It's perfect. It's not, man. I can't fake it anymore. I've been doing this for 10 years. I cannot fake is Mr. Serotonin any longer?
1: Damn. You're
0: a veteran. Anyway. That's what that's a veteran mentality. Well, <laughs> yeah, the wedding was nice. In short, <laughs> <laughs> the we wedding. Just, we just did an entire podcast <laughs> off of a rabbit hole from a wedding.
1: From a wedding. And it was a great wedding. Um, the, honestly, the story I was trying to say with this whole wedding thing, I swear to God, the, the actual story I want to say is I actually didn't RSVP to this wedding. I'm really bad at texting back. Oh, same. <laughs> and I didn't RSVP and, I, and I, I got there, and they know I'm, like, really shitty at texting. Like, they know it, right? And I got there, and I was like, nah, like, she knows I'm bad at texting. I'm sure she rsvp You know, I'm sure she's like, ah, right? So I look at my, like, I look at the last names, and there was no, like, it was just my friends. Oh, friend. my God, you weren't there? There's a lot of A's, a, little, a lot of Arabs. <laughs> but I was, like, looking, A, 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 and there, it wasn't there. I was like, Damn. Maybe, like maybe it's under my other last name. I look at my other last name. I'm like, damn. <laughs> maybe it's under like originals. <laughs> like, I look Your at Instagram <laughs> handle. <laughs> right? And yo, we didn't have a seat. Both uh, of you or just you? No, just me. Uh, so what'd you do? So I talked to like one of the bridesmaids. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, my parents are not coming. So I'm going to, you can go sit there. Or you can even sit the, like at the table you're supposed to sit at. There's an empty seat. And then we realized one of the groomsmen was like, "Oh no, I just put my friends there." Right? Like in the seat that I was then going to take. Long story short, the wedding planner gets involved, a groomsman who I knew like 10 years ago, I didn't know he's even friends with this girl, right? He sees me, he's like, "Oh yeah, Amar, you know, he's a very important person, like put him put him wherever he wants to sit." And she's like, "I don't have any seats unless unless it's like the priest table." Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he, yeah, yeah. No, because
1: the groomsmen was like, like before she said this, he's like, Amar is so extroverted, like he can he can talk to a wall. Honestly, sit him in front of a wall and he'll be good, right? Oh man, she's like the only table I have is a priest table, <laughs> and I was like, no, like I, look, I can talk to a wall all day, right? Yeah, and I was like, you know what? No, no, no. Put me on the priest table. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and then I remembered it was open bar, and I, I started begging her for other tables. <laughs> Uh, she's like, let me know in the end. And then she Man, found me in an open, but <laughs> <would laughs> <be, laughs> I almost had tequila shots with priests.
0: <laughs> that would have been my, not, I don't want to say nightmare, but like imagine sitting at a table with a priest where it's so hard to be relatable with someone that yeah. follows guidelines to be very. Yeah. Strict. And they're Orthodox like priests.
1: And I'm not, I'm not saying Orthodox people are more strict, but I feel like Orthodox yeah. priests are more strict. Yeah. You would have been at a table funny. and
0: been like, the God, name of the game. We can't really talk about much. Damn, <laughs> so man. that was Raptors. Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Got to stick to sports or like the weather. It's the only safe <laughs> things. Oh man. Okay, that was another successful podcast rabbit hole. That was another successful rabbit hole. Man. It's changing. I love it. So what, are we gonna change the name soon. Let's change it as of right now. Now it's Changed. now officially called the Rabbit Hole. Welcome. All right, guys. Have a good week and love yourself. That's what we learned today. Love yourself and compliment yourself more. Kiss, kiss. Goodbye.